There's a, there's a reason I'm not hosting this episode. This episode barely made it onto the show. Honestly. Yes. Has it been a long week? Do you need a break? Are you stressed? Stuck in your job? Maybe you need an escape. I'm Tatiana Abaro. And I'm Ezekiel Kajakai. And this is Escape Break. Where we discuss all things escape rooms in Southern California. The good. The bad. The funny. And don't forget the awkward. Trust me, I wish I could. This show is just on the horizon. Get ready to sit back, relax, stop working, and take a break with us. Welcome in, everyone. That's right. It's my voice. But before we dive in, Happy New Year, everyone. I believe this is going to be our first episode of the year. It is now. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I hope you all have a lot of plans for this year. I know Kai and I have talked about taking a few trips to get some big escape rooms done that are not in California. So I really hope. 300 rooms. Yes, both of us. Yeah. I think it would be super cool if we both hit our 300th at the same time. It's possible. You know, I think so. We're about the same right now. Obviously, being in different areas every now and then, we'll go in mini runs and then I'm forehead, you're forehead. But I, <laughs> I caught up to you. You did. After New Orleans. So if I yes. can catch up to you, then we can also stay paced. I think so. I'm only four behind, so I think that's pretty close. Nice, nice. I'm on the slower end now. Like I'm, I'm taking it easy. On these <laughs> Take it rooms. easy, man. <laughs> Take it easy. <laughs> For those that don't know, that's a Nacho Libre. <laughs> oh, is it? I'm just kidding. Yes. Of course, <laughs> <laughs> don't do that to me. Of and you even have the stash to go with it. I do. I'm a people, full Nacho Libre right now. Yeah, people can't see it, but Kai's got a stash going right now. And I have uh, longer hair. Yep. Like the He's Lord on Jesus his way. Christ. <laughs> it's uh, it's going down. Maybe we need to do a side by side picture of you and Jack Black in that movie. Uh, you know, it's very obscure side note is I have a brother and he'll remain nameless for the sake of privacy, but I think he looks like Jack Black. So <gasps> really, in, I have never thought about that in my youth. Ever. I would call him Jack Black and he has Jack Black tendencies. So <laughs> and by it's that, funny I mean, like, I've met him goofy plays guitar, different things like that. So, okay. All right, so before we get into today's topic, Mm -hmm. I wanted to play a little game. All right. And I am 100% sure that you've played all of these. Are you sure? (laughs) The funny thing about 100% is there's a 1% chance that you're missing something. Damn it, I know. (laughs) All right, so this is a game we haven't played Kind of similar to guessing what room it is. But instead of giving you a synopsis straight from a website, I'm giving you words. And they are keywords that pertain to the room. Okay. So, for example, do you want a for example or you just want to go for it? 
I actually want to know if you intentionally are calling it keywords because you're using keywords and because there's keys in escape rooms. It was used uh, on purpose. I have it called keywords. And I've actually done this before on the Facebook page when I did a March Madness thing. Okay. So I don't know if you remember, but it's none of those same answers. All right. All right. Okay. Let's, so let's give it a go. All right. So we'll just draw, jump right in. Let's do it. Okay. So number one, do you want all three words or you want to try and guess like one let's by go, one? Let's go one at a time. Okay. I, I believe in you. I think you got this. Okay. The first word is bug. I know the answer. Do it. Let's go. It is Carlisle Cafe at Skeleton Key Escape Room. Yes, good job. One word needed. Yes. So I wanted to bring this one up because I know it is closing soon. Yes. So for those that haven't gotten a chance to play, go and visit them in San Diego. Make sure you get there before they close because they are going to revamp it completely. Yeah. I actually just spent some time celebrating Tyler's birthday. We went to the cemeteries of San Diego and fun chatted amongst the gravestones. <laughs> you know, just the casual haunted birthday. Yeah, just any hangout. Yeah. Any normal hangout. That sounds great. What were the other words just for reference? So the second word was going to be artwork. Okay. And the third word was spatula. And specifically for us, because of our picture of Got you slapped. pretending to slap me. Yes, yes. With the spatula. Yes. And of course, now we have the picture of Tyler slapping Colby. Or yes. maybe it's the other way around. Give me one second. I think. No, I... you're right. You're right. Oh, he's pulling out the picture, you guys. It is Tyler slapping Colby. Boom. We'll have to put this. There we go. Slap, slap your siblings <laughs> with permission. Consent, always consent, yeah. you guys. Okay, <laughs> some, you some people the... are into slapping, so you know. Well, it, okay, let's not go down is. that path. Let's take take it for what it is. <laughs> <laughs> Back to the game, Kai. <laughs> All right, second room. First okay. word, mirrors. Ooh, I'm gonna guess. The Weeping Witch. Let's go. You're killing it, Kai. Dude, that so, is dangerously close to spoiling the game, but it's not. It's not. <laughs> it's not. And I picked certain words that we would connect with, but also general enough that if a listener is listening, they could potentially guess as well. Yeah. And... I realized we didn't really talk about us playing the room. I know. That much. I know. Well, we kind of did. I mean, we had a whole interview with them. So, Tad, but we didn't talk about like our experience. That's true. And... But I'm, I'm also not into that much talking of our experiences. I just want people to play. Like... Okay. Well, I just wanted to mention that as someone that is very, very scared, of playing scary rooms mm -hmm. it's definitely doable 
And we had people in our group that love scary, that love horror. And they said it wasn't scary enough. So there are some hardcore people that love, love, love scares like that. Um, So I feel like that's a perfect middle ground for everybody. So I just wanted to bring that up. Um, I know you're brave and you got spooked at some times. So I think they do a great job. The puzzles are so smart and it's a common sentiment. No matter who you ask that has played this room, it is a perfect blend of almost like theater with scare and puzzles just all timed perfectly. It's a good room. It's it's a very good room. And yes, I did get startled. I think that is my... Just startled? That is my... Well, yeah, because in terms of getting scared, I'm often doing scary rooms. And I think it's more so the abruptness of things that can get to me because I'm ready to go. And so there is a very abrupt... There's several abrupt moments that, that got me. Yeah, it's a pretty good one. Okay, you ready for the next one? I'm ready for the the next one. I'm going to try to get these all in the first word. That's very ambitious. We'll see here. Okay. Third one, first room. First room. Sorry, first word. Boat. This is... Oh, this this is so vague. (laughs) But I'm going to go with the one that actually is a boat, not a ship. I'm going to go with Yakuza at top tier. Let's go. You are three for three. That's awesome, Kai. That's a long, we played that a long time ago, but we did. the fact that we played it together led me to choose it as well as the use of boat and not a ship. Yes. So the name of it was Yakuza. And I will just say now, it's called Undercover, Escape the Safe House, but I did put Yakuza Ooh. as the answer. Hey, 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 they did it for a reason. Forever, um, but the, forever Yakuza for me. But the other words for it were katanas. Okay. And money. Okay, that's good, that's good. Yakuza, Escape the Serpent, or Defeat the Serpent, or something like that. Yeah, that's what it was. In Ocean um, I also... In Oceanside, yes. And I forgot to mention the other words for Weeping Witch. The second word would have been dolls. Okay. And the third word would have been Hecate. Okay. Okay. Next one. Next one. Fourth room, first word. Snakes. So I know several rooms with snakes, but... Is there a snake room we've played together? Yeah, but I don't think that's it. I'm going to go with playing the home field, your home field, Mine Trap 40 Thieves. Hi, did you see my answers before this? <laughs> you know, coming into the new year, I made a resolution just to be a genius, even though I struggled oh. to say resolution right there. <laughs> Well, you're off to a great start. Good job. Yes, it is 40 Thieves at Mind Trap. <laughs> and the next words would have been fruits okay. and bazaar. Nice. Yes. Nice. You are killing it, guy. 
Hey, are farmers markets the modern day bazaar? I feel like they are. Yeah, I think we should have just kept the name bazaar instead. <laughs> I'm done with that. Nice, nice. Next time you invite someone to go to the farmer's market, just say that and see what their response is. Yeah, yeah. Now, before we go to the fifth one, personally, after reviewing our listener base, I have to do a better job of remembering that we have listeners from all over the world. So these rooms that we're talking about, we say at the start in the intro, it's SoCal-based podcast, but Skeleton Key is in Claremont Mesa, Kearney Mesa here in California, general San Diego area, uh, top tier Yakuza or escape the safe house is in Oceanside, California. Weeping Witch is in Anaheim, California. And 40 Thieves is in Temecula, California. So still so all yes. California, but these are the cities you can find them if you're listening from a different area. Yes, I forget about that too. It's and okay. Since, it's okay. And since we are growing, yes, we have to mention that. Okay, so far, Kai. So good. So far, so good. Can I, you do five for five? I will say it's getting tougher. So the last two <laughs> I have been less sure of. Maybe that's intentional, but let's try to make it five that's... for five for everyone listening and everyone rooting for me. Yes. <laughs> okay last one here we go first word mansion okay so the most obvious mansion is a game you've never played so i don't believe it's that oh, i've drawn a blank here but hold on hold on can i do this with one word a mansion game a game that's built in a mansion a game that is about a mansion Oh, man, I am going to go, unfortunately, for the second word right now. You sure you don't even want to try and attempt a guess? Well, I'll I'll give it a go. I don't think this is it because you haven't played this game, but I'm going to go with the Whitmore Estate at Breaking Point. Okay, good guess. It is not that. Okay. So, second word is bureau fbi bureau mansion um, i'm drawing hardcore blanks here um and it's also throwing me off that there is an escape room in florida called the bureau like the company is called the bureau mm. but i also know it's not that nothing we played in louisiana going to word three i might not even get this no you got this okay the third word is Percival. Oh man, this might be one of those games you think I played. Uh <laughs> no, I 100 percent sure know you played. <laughs> you said Percival is is related to Max Fortune. Uh, <laughs> Percival Percy. Oh, this is an old school game. Oh, no, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. So I'm just buying time right now. But one of the original escape rooms I worked at had a classic game called J.D. Beckett. And one of the codes was Percy. And it was in a photo that you had to decipher. And in the back, it was Percy. And that was a code to a safe. So that's why Percival is in my mind. 
a mansion about involving the FBI with Percival. Man. Okay, can I can I phone a friend? Sure. All right, I'm going to phone you. Okay. Did we play this together? No. I don't know. I really don't know, honestly. Oh, no. Okay. You sure? I am okay with being four for five. Let me give you the last name okay. of this character. Okay. It's Wright. Percival oh. Wright. You haven't played this game. I have not. And you oh, have. Oh, 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 oh. The game is called Hope End. Yes. At the Ministry of Peculiarities. Yes. Yes. That's such an obscure character. I picked these five because they're all from past interviews of the company. Oh. Do you see the trend? Yeah, that should have been a question, though. That I wonder if I would have gotten that. But if you would have phoned a friend (laughs) and asked me that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, like, you know how in trivia, it's like, what was the relating theme of all those questions? And then you get Mm. bonus points. But that's very okay, next time. Next time I'll have a bonus for you. And then you would have gotten five for nice, five. Nice. Yeah. I think honestly, <laughs> I mean, that was good. Fair and square. I got four to five mansion threw me off for sure. Cause I was immediately thinking of Whitmore. That's fair. And I think it's, it also threw you off because I haven't played. Yeah. And so I was reluctant like, to even pick Whitmore cause you hadn't played. Yeah. You're so, like, wow. Uh, how even- she would- yeah, how would she even know? I definitely had to look it up on their website to see what clues I could give you without nice. giving it away. Nice. That leads me into the topic for today, actually. Okay. And the topic are awards in the escape room community. Do you want so, me to go now or are we saving it for the end? I'll preface it first. Okay. All right. So we know that there are so many different kinds of awards out there. I don't even know the names of all of them, but I do know of the most popular one, besides Yelp, is the Terpeka Awards. And at the end of the year, the awards go out, and Terpeka stands for Top Escape Room Project Enthusiast Choice Awards. So there's a way for people to nominate their favorite rooms. It actually goes through different phases. And the first phase is people get to nominate their favorite rooms. And then the second phase is a certain amount of group of people list their top 15 rooms out of all the rooms that were nominated. And then there's some special algorithm that gets put together and there's this really long list and the top 100 are the ones that get this Terpeka award. So that's essentially what this award, or this is how it's given. So before we move on, I had the idea to have this episode shouting out some of the SoCal rooms and California rooms in general that got this Terpeka Award because it is a big deal. It is a worldwide thing. So for those that earn it, it's something that they want to talk about and be very proud of. And when I brought it up to Kai, he said, nope. There's a, there's a reason I'm not hosting this episode. This episode barely made it onto the show. Honestly. Yes. So 
Hi, give us your insight on how you feel about awards. All right. I'm going to be very blunt here. You said it's a very popular award. Absolutely disagree. There's so many things wrong with awards in general in my mind. So it's not just escape room awards. It's Grammys. It's AMAs. It's it's awards in general, I think, are a constructed element of this world that should not exist, that creates status for no good reason. So one of the things I like best about escape rooms is it's in its own realm. There are no celebrities. There's no fame. There's no fortune. Literally, there's no fortune. And it's just enjoyable. So the main reason I don't like awards is because technically anybody could give an award. Like we could do escape break awards, but who are we? I'm going to start there. Who are we? We're nobody. And then I'm going to jump to Topraka. Who are they? Nobody. So that's my basis is the people who give awards are absolutely nobodies. And it doesn't matter. This should be a thing that individuals enjoy on their own and you should have your favorite rooms and that's it and there's no ego involved to be like these are kai's awards these are tati's awards it's just enjoy what you enjoy and then secondly there's the fairness in all of it like sure maybe they have a big platform but unless every single room is experienced by everybody and then those people vote it's not a fair playing field. So the big boys of the escape room world certainly have an advantage because they have the marketing dollars or the ability to get in front of people or the name recognition like like our friends Crossroads. I'm sure they won an award, but do they have an advantage because they're well known? Yeah. Are they good? Yeah. But it's just not fair because the playing field is not level. So that's why I'm very anti-awards. No matter who's giving the award, I will never listen to an award show, let alone very reluctantly allow this podcast to happen to do an award show. I would much rather play rooms, experience them, develop my likes, and have a few couple friends that I know what they like and be like, hey, Tati, what do you like to play? And then take those as my awards. It's as simple as that. It comes down to those principles, fairness, anti-celebrity, and that extends beyond awards. I mean, I'm very much the person that if I saw you, Tati, and I saw Ariana Grande, and I hadn't seen either of you in a long time, I would say hi to you first before I said hi to Ariana Grande because she's just a human. Like, she's just a human, and in my mind, you're just a human, but you have a connection to me. So it's much more important to live in this lesser status world. So with that being said, I'm going to be a grown-up individual and allow you to conduct your show about these awards. What I am for is if there are SoCal escape rooms that got recognition, I'm all for giving them recognition. That's it. Thank you. I understand your viewpoint. This is one of the topics that where we don't completely agree. I agreed with some of what you said. I think that, thank you for talking to me first before you talk to Ariana Grande. That's, of course. that's a huge one. 
<laughs> she's even my ex-girlfriend too like oh dang i'm in that p davidson realm oh gosh oh no don't even <laughs> oh, that's a total joke that's a total joke <laughs> but for people that don't know you <laughs> okay moving on i saw the list and what made me want to talk about this were the southern california rooms that did make the top 100 and yeah. like I said, this is worldwide. So the fact that some of these rooms made it in the top 100 is a huge feat for them. And just a little bit of background. For the people that are nominating these rooms, you have to at least play to have played 200 rooms. And in order to make it on that list, you can't just be like anyone and nominate rooms. Like you have to fill out an application send them a full list of all the rooms you have to give references and so on and so forth like there's a lot that actually goes into this on who gets to nominate these rooms and then it's the same thing for the people that get to rank them in a top 15 manner um the people that are on the board and stuff they have these algorithms so they're not necessarily picking from those top 15 like it's just a mathematical algorithm that puts them all in this final list at the very end uh, and if you look at their history in the escape room world they've played thousands of rooms worldwide they've done competitions worldwide so they do have some background and some knowledge it's not like they've played five right and then they're like i'm gonna make this award so i feel like there is a little bit of credit behind it um, if you're curious, they have a website. And if you have played over 200 and you want to contribute to the nominations, you can apply on their website. I actually applied and I'm still waiting here back because I haven't finished my 200 and something list that I have to send them. So with that being said, let's talk about some of the rooms that made it. And the reason why I chose Hope's End as the last one to transition to this is because that was the highest Southern California room on the list at number 52. That is amazing. If you look at this list, I know you probably haven't, but a lot of it is out of the United States. And then you have Hope's End in Southern California at number 52. And that is amazing. That makes me want to go play that room even more. Like I already <laughs> wanted to play it, but now I'm like, oh my gosh, I really need to play it. One, did you know that it was on the list? I didn't care, honestly. Okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> I really didn't. Okay. And Hope End is a very good game. What you just said about this selection process and what you have to do to qualify yields me to think that a room like Hope End would make it because it toes the line of being an escape room. It's on that immersive theater side. So I'm interested to kind of see what else made the list from California and how it ranks compared to. I guess what I feel are pure escape rooms and what I feel are on the hybridized side. Okay. So let's finish off the top 100. So 52 was Hope's End. 63 was Lab Rat, which was definitely on our top 10. And number 92 was Project Minotaur, which only you've played, so you would know. And this one kind of got me questioning it. Number 97 was The Nest. And I did not yeah. think that was an escape Ooh. room. 
Ooh, I'm hot. I'm hot right now. Uh-oh. Oh, no. I'm hot. I, I mean, honestly, I have no idea who these people are that vote, and clearly you're trying to be one. So this is not targeted at anybody who is a voter or started this organization, but it's flawed. It's flawed. If the nest is making a top 100, how many, how many awards are there? Uh, the top 100 get is a Rebecca award. Okay. And how many escape rooms are there in the world? Thousands, right? So if nest is making top 100 out of thousands and thousands of escape rooms and nest is not even an escape room, that's a problem. There is not a single lock in Nest. There is not a single puzzle in Nest. Nest is a intimate two-person immersive theater where you're exploring the garbage of somebody's past and devolving their story or, or not devolving, uh, unveiling their story. It has nothing to do with escape rooms. Yeah. That's so wild to me. And I you're telling me that these people are experienced to vote or qualified, whatever that means to vote. Absolutely not. Like that's, oh my gosh, that's so bad. I understand where you're coming from and you should be careful because you are friends with some of these people. They actually that's have okay. a full list. <laughs> that's okay. I'm telling them if you are my friend and you voted for Nest as a top escape room in the world, you don't know what an escape room is. It's as simple as okay. that. Okay. That's fair. We're coming into 2023 as spicy escape break. And yes, apparently. And fueled by a recent review by shout out to USB Escape in Canada, calling us scrappy and entertaining. Bring in the scrap today, Tati. Definitely bring in the scrap. <laughs> Don't worry, we'll still be friends after this. <laughs> All okay. right, tell me, tell me more. Now that we got some more spice out of the way. Let's finish recognizing some more Southern California rooms. Okay. So this list has hundreds, but like I said, only the top 100 get an award. So I went down to 150 because, oh my goodness, there's a lot of rooms. Yeah. And I saw that Stash House was 131. 40 well Thieves. Yes. 40 Thieves at Mind Trap was 135. And Time Machine at Not Another Escape Room was number 140. Okay. So congratulations to those for making top 150. I know they don't get like an award, but that's still more recognition for their business because there are a lot of people that look at this list. So I wanted to shout those out. And now just to sprinkle in some Northern California rooms to get you hopefully a little bit more excited to play them. We have Ghost Patrol okay. that came in at number 42. So that was actually the highest. California room. So how does, do you know how it works in terms of when you can make the list? Because of those rooms you named, the oldest one was Labrat. Labrat's been around for several years. Pre Labrat's been around pre-COVID. The other ones maybe haven't. I don't know who's on the list, but are any of the 13th gate games on the list? Like things like that why where's the cutoff for being able to be revoted in yeah so every year there's a new cutoff calendar year that they have so you have to be open for at least 30 days from the new calendar year so i believe it was november of 2021 to october of 2022 then they close the votes they do the tallies and then they release the results in december so that's their 
rule for the year. You just have to be open for 30 days. 30 days. Yes. The room okay. has to be open for 30 days. To answer your question now, yes, Cutthroat Cavern made it. I just wanted to touch on the California ones first mm-hmm. before we did some non-California mentions. But going back to Northern California, we had Ghost Patrol at number 42, and that's at Trivium Escapes. And that's one that I really, really want you to play so bad. Um, then one that you have played came in at number 43 was Edison at Palace Games. Okay. Number 49 was The Attraction at Palace Games. And number 78 was Undercooked at Omscape. And I don't know if you remember, but that was in my top 10. So I looked back at my top 10 and I was like, this actually coincides very well with how these rankings were. Because like personally, that's how I would rank them. Of course, I had some other different ones in there, but it was pretty on par with it. And to go over some, ah, uh, yeah, yeah, you look like you want to say something. I mean, say except except for the fact that you have those squished together, and there's tons of rooms that are in between on this list that skew your data. So it's not like you have the exact layout of their award show. No, but if it's an enthusiast award nominated mm-hmm. by enthusiasts i mm-hmm. am an enthusiast that rank my own top 10 it's very close right i haven't played a lot of rooms that are in uh, outside of the country mm-hmm. that are on the top 100 list but what are on the list that i have played are very close and they're all on the top 100 okay so your so, whole top 10 is on the top 100 no Oh, okay. But Undercooked, but Ghost be. Patrol, The Attraction, Lab Rat. Yeah, but those? these are all, all big-ass rooms with money. Like, this is the exact thing that you fear from, like, CityWalk getting a an escape room or Universal doing an escape room is that the big boys dominate and win. Do you realize what you're supporting right now? This list is full of data that is favored on one side it's these big name rooms with money slash rooms that aren't even rooms i mean project minotaur is barely in an escape room and is on thrill factor alone what about crossroads crossroads isn't on the list what about all the other mind trap games what about some of the favorite games that we know are good like unlockables unlockables is like escape room prime nowhere to be sound said or seen like on these things i just feel like this is a it's like a daddy's club of of escape room people is what this is to me and you can see it however way you want to like i said i only went down to top 150 i can tell you not another escape room is not made of millions and millions of dollars i can tell you that mine trap not millions and millions of dollars but they only got but they only got one game where like mind trap should get a lot of their games considered on here uh escape games out the river should scenario escape should like there's so many people that are not on this list from california that it it just there's no point in having an award this big spanning such a huge pool 
when the selection is not fair and people's opinions differ and rightfully so just because someone says this is my favorite room does that mean it's your favorite room absolutely not it just it should all be individualized but you said it right there it's all opinion based right which is why i shun awards so much <laughs> it's all opinion based i don't care about x's opinions like i care about certain people's opinions but definitely you care not. about mine right right but you didn't make this list like that's why no, i gave but that's my, why i gave you a top 10 show cuz i can't my top 10 correlates a lot with the top 100 that's what i'm trying to tell you and it's not just the big money makers that are on my top 10 i i don't think it's a valid point honestly like yes it correlates in terms of order but there's just so much data in between that it's just like it's more of a coincidence not a causation well, I think it's because it's the rooms that I've played. I haven't played thousands of rooms in other right. countries. But you're telling me like if you have you played not another escape room? Yes. The time machine? I played it with you. Oh, yeah. OK, you did. OK, so <laughs> time machine didn't make your top 10. Was it even close to my top 10? Yeah. No. See, like. There's not enough it's data. It's an opinion. To, it's an opinion. Right. But there's not enough data to make a statistical significant point right now. It's it's but, it's less than 10 data points out of a pool that's enormous. And it's just not mathematically possible to make a statistically significant comment right now. I just think they're taking the average of what enthusiasts like and they're putting it in a list for people to see whether you like it or not. It is there. I don't like it. I don't like it. I know you don't like it. You're like a major grumpy right now. But especially this too. Okay, you say it's the average of what enthusiasts like. It's very clear. And I think we've talked about this like very early on when it was just me and Beth, that you have to be very, very careful when you're becoming an enthusiast to not become an escape room elitist. Because there is a sect of people that, have played so many rooms that when they play rooms, they're like disengaged and not enthused about another directional lock, or I've seen a mag lock before, or I know how these work. And so all they're wanting is like the big shiny toy to impress them. And that detracts from the community. And so and I'm not saying this is, but if it was, if this gravitates towards a voter base or heaven forbid the term, a council of these people, it's going to ruin escape rooms. It's going to ruin the escape room world. And it's going to be some, that the whole saying of, this is why we can't have nice things, because people will ruin them. I don't think it's ruining it. It's been around for a good amount of time now. I think it would have already ruined it if that was the case. I think it's in the process of ruining it. Like that's that's what this list represents to me is the ruination of escape rooms. Is, okay, is having, we can agree to disagree. Having nest, having nest as an escape room. Where is the justification of that? If you got to tell me that on the that people one. on the committee that are experts all see this and say, oh, yeah, Nest is a valid uh, candidate. Like, 
That's like letting Arnold Schwarzenegger run for mayor, like in president, or like The Rock run for president. Like, well, he did. He I know. There's so. not. This is not me getting to what I think about society, but it parallels to allowing an invalid candidate into a pool of a certain category. Nest should not even be in an option. It shouldn't. So if you don't like awards that much and you don't really pay attention, why does it get you so upset? Because it's it's an attempt to woo and croon people's opinion to their own. And unfortunately, people are very into the hype. They follow things and then they do them and then they become sort of that. Very few people will you know, watch a movie or spend money on experience and say it's a bad thing because they want to justify what they did is right. So the more people's opinions are glorified like this, the worse it is. And and it goes to this podcast too, because I'm not too fond of too many episodes that are talking about our experiences about rooms. I hate room reviews. I like talking about the concepts in escape rooms, the fun and the games within the escape rooms and kind of the expand the imagination realm of escape rooms. But if this turned into us just talking about, hey, we played this this week, let's talk about it. I would cancel the show because my opinion doesn't matter as much as the Trepeka opinions don't matter. Like it's people should go play escape rooms and formulate their own opinions and start picking and choosing what they like to do. That's that's all it is. It's mass media. I don't, I don't. It's not good. I think your opinion does matter, and you think my opinion matters. Like there are certain rooms that I've played that you've never played, and you're like, well, if Tati's opinion is very high on this, it makes me want to play. So yeah, your opinion does matter, and maybe some listeners actually listen to us because they want a little bit of insight. Maybe because yes. they want some guidance on what rooms to play and how to experience it, right? Like when we played 13th Gate, we kind of laid out how we recommend playing the rooms right. because of the level of uh, puzzles and the the scene and the flow. And I think in those times, it does matter. So yes, we're not going to sit here every week and review some rooms that we've done. We don't want to do that. And I'm sure people don't want to listen to that every time. It's redundant. I right. get that. But time here and there, like briefly mentioning the stair level of Weeping Witch earlier in this episode, I think is granted, especially when people know the history between us and like playing scare rooms and stuff like that. So I think there is a time and a place. Yeah. I mean, your opinion matters to me. Do I <laughs> do I think your opinion matters to the world? Unfortunately, I don't. But I also think that about myself. Like, my opinion doesn't matter to the world. I want my opinion to matter to, I guess, a, a intimate circle of people, not on a grand scale. And I know that's maybe ironic, given we're on a, a podcast. <laughs> but But that's how I feel. And- I do approve of talking about rooms, like you're saying, like Weeping Witch, did we like it? Yes. Are we setting the tone for people on how scary it is? Yeah. But are we going through it step by step and saying, this is how we felt and all that? No. Like, so there's, there's just this, it's a happy medium with most things. And that's, that's what I'm trying to get at here. I understand. And 
just so you know, just because you don't want your opinion to matter doesn't mean it doesn't matter to someone else. You can't control that. Right. And so I guess if my opinion does matter to someone who's listening, I want them to hear my message of make your own opinions. Like never, ever take someone's opinion for law. Sure, maybe it can like make you think, but then do your research, experience it yourself and develop your own opinion because otherwise you're going to miss out on something that could have been great for you, whether it was great for the other person or not. And you might even become just a zombie to media. Like that's that's I what I want that, people to to be afraid of. That's a life lesson right there. Like a hundred percent back you on that. Right. It's like that concept of, oh, she wasn't really friendly. And then you go meet them and they're like the sweetest person in the world. And it's like, well, yeah. I didn't get that, you know? Right. So right. definitely, I agree with you 100%. Yeah. Well, we got really intense and we didn't even mention non-California rooms, but I did want to say that our trip that we're planning was on the top 100. Okay. And Cutthroat Cavern made it 18 okay. on the whole list. So there were some shout outs that I wanted to give there. So I'm excited for our trip later. I like this... Cutthroat Cavern. I like it. <laughs> I like it. But your opinion doesn't matter. Why? My opinion doesn't matter. But let me tell you about some <laughs> others opinions. We went into 13th Gate with. And you can tell me if you heard this too, but in my ears was a bunch of people's opinions about Cutthroat Cavern is good because it's big or or the whole 13th gate is good because it's big, but the puzzles are weak and therefore it's not as good as everyone says. That, that was a resounding opinion from a lot of people, even though I didn't ask for it, they would tell me this. And we went and... I enjoyed the puzzles. I thought the games were phenomenal. And that's all that mattered to me. Imagine if we didn't take the trip because we're like, oh, it's overhyped. The puzzles aren't that good. Uh, we were not those people, though. We would have still taken the damn trip. Exactly. Because that's who we are. <laughs> exactly. I don't know. I just, it's. I know. I it's know. Hard. It it's gets hard. you hot and bothered. But Dude, the I, will, message... I will get burned at the stake for this. But. <laughs> There's so you many never other... know. Maybe there are some people that agree with you. There's maybe so not as strongly. Rooms. Maybe not as strongly. It's all opinion based. The moral of the story is I just wanted to highlight some of these rooms because these rooms, not all of them are big. Not all of them have million dollar budgets. And so to see their hard work get paid off in whatever way, I'm sure it's a big deal for them. So congratulations to those rooms that made it, whether you value it or you don't value it. Congratulations to you. You're on the list somewhere, somehow. <laughs> As you all oh, can see, I'm the positive person here. <laughs> I'm positive too. I just think there's just more. The recognition doesn't need to be so exclusive. Like, Where's my scenario escape? Where's my 13th room? Like, where are these people? Where's my locked adventures? Like these people, my, my, where's my freaking steal and escape? Mm. Like not anywhere to be seen, not anywhere to be smelt, nowhere. Mm. It's wild. It's wild. It's like, 
it's very it's it's just dangerous to me it's very very dangerous Do you feel better that you got all of that ranting off your chest? I mean I always feel good I like I'm 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 willing to speak how I feel most of the time so I, I would say I feel the same but this is why we don't do escape break awards like it's pointless No, that would be silly. it's pointless <laughs> they can be like oh I know. yeah those those kids at escape break they like these rooms sure that's that's your word right there Those kids, <laughs> you just got yeah those kids. i mean a lot of people probably <laughs> think we are kids honestly we act like them, that's for sure. hey the biggest Hi. kid is not here right now I know. so i feel like she'd be on my side honestly i really do All right, let's do uh let's do some New Year's resolutions since Uh, this why? is the first episode Who of the year. are you? You don't even like doing those. I know, I know, I know. What? You But guys, Kai, I am so flabbergasted right now that he just said that because he is like so anti New Year's resolution, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't need to do another rant about why I'm against resolutions, so let's not call it that. Let's call it uh, 2023 Escape Break House Cleaning. So what are you leaving behind in the new year? In the past year, I should say. About escape rooms. I'll start. Since you might need some time to think with that space you're Puzzled giving. face. Puzzled Yeah. face. What I would encourage people to leave behind is how you talk about escape rooms. And what I mean by that is I've noticed that a lot of people flat out spoil escape rooms. And sure, they might not tell the answer. I think a lot of people think, what's spoiling an escape room? Oh, what the, this is the lock code, right? But spoiling an escape room is also talking about cool things that will happen. And I think we got to leave that in the past. While it might not seem like a direct spoiler, it totally is because Let's say there was a room where there was an actual dinosaur and they like had it preserved and whatnot. And you're like, oh, yeah, you should play this room. It has a real dinosaur. Spoiler. Like you should let that person play the room for themselves and experience the revelation of seeing a real dinosaur for the first time in live action. Done. That's what I'm leaving in 2022. Just maybe it's something we do unconsciously, but let's be careful of that because it can take away the fun. Have you thought of anything else you want to leave behind? No, I have but another I have one. goals not really leaving behind. All right. All right. So I'll, I'll continue the negativity <laughs> of this episode and then but I'll you're let you a get positive to, too, right, guy? I'll let you get to goals. I'm a realist. Okay. <laughs> another thing I want to leave behind in 2022 is escape room rule videos and half-ass story delivery i know at one point it was maybe cool to be like let's do a video about our rules and have like an on-screen pen and the little cartoon guy saying the rules i think those have reached their expiration date as well as the delivery of a story A story needs to be told either in the room via a character or something like that, or from your game master with enthusiasm. Your escape room is not going to do that well if, you're, if your game master is reading off of a paper or they play a quick video and it's like, 
not high production, right? So just be careful of that. Escape rooms are evolving in that sense, and you got to make sure you're up to speed with that. So I want those kinds of things left behind. Mm, I see things that you want left behind, but not necessarily like you can change it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, some things you can change. Like the first thing was just a personal interaction thing. Like don't spoil rooms. Reminder, sure. don't spoil rooms. This one's more of a, I, I hope that more and more rooms start leaving these things in the past. I mean, the two escape rooms I worked at, we told stories as like, I had to know the story. I had to tell it enthusiastically or else I couldn't run that game. That matters. You get to build a relationship with your group and you get to set the tone. Whereas like a video story isn't that compelling unless it's like a crossroads weeping witch video, you know? And it's like a full on yes. masterpiece. So it's unique yeah. and it tells the story and it helps set the premise. Right. I understand. It's not something that's generic that you can see at another escape room. I completely understand. Right, right. So then just to add on a little bit to that, this is just a personal thing. I don't like seeing just like a timer thing in the room. Okay. I like seeing my time built into the room and the theme. Yeah. If that makes sense. I like that. Uh, so and, and there's great that's just a personal preference. There's great. Yeah. Uses oh, yeah. And I think that it's slowly getting there because more people want immersion and they don't want to fall out of it. So, yeah, I feel like a lot of new rooms don't have like the TV screen on there. Right. Mm -hmm. With the hints and the time slowly dwindling down. Right. Um, I don't I don't want to see that. So, yeah, that's I guess that would be my thing on for goals. goals. We are both trying to get to 300 this year. Yeah, And that's really exciting for me. That's at least 53, 54 rooms-ish. So I got a lot of rooms to play. I need um, 45. 45? Okay. Yeah. I'm at 255 right now. Uh, okay. So you're a little bit more than four ahead of me. <laughs> it's e it's, it's still easier doable. for me to do rooms. I know. I think another goal I'd like to have is meeting more people in the Southern California community. Yeah. I had the privilege of meeting people for the first time this year. And everyone that I have come across has been so sweet. You got to make it down for the events, Tati. That is the plan for next year. So let's hope that it actually I, falls through. I have a, uh, it's not a goal, but it's more of like a wish. Okay. I somehow... I wish that escape rooms find this happy medium of hard puzzles and easy puzzles. We talked briefly about it with Madison and Luke to have difficult puzzles and achievable puzzles, like puzzles for all age groups, if you want to call it that, or I guess all depth of knowledge to make it sound more sophisticated. Mm -hmm. I want to see more of that. So, and, and this is personally me. I, I want, I want math to come back Ugh. in a fun, in a fun way. <laughs> I want math to come back in a fun way. And that's all I'll say. Not just yeah, like, and not just straight computation, but like geometry type stuff with visuals and hands-on. It's going to happen. Oh, okay. Those are some good goals, guys. And wishes. Yeah. No resolutions though. 
No resolutions. We don't do that here. Because it's this is my opinion on it. Here we go. Because oh it's a new year, nothing new is gonna happen. You could have just unless you do it. Unless you do it. So you don't need a freaking new year to do a new resolution. You just need to change. <laughs> Damn. Hey Kai, guess what? No, don't say it. I need more time. Uh, break time is just about over. But Tati, what if they want more? They can tune into the next episode. Next episode? Of course. There's so many more escape adventures to share. Well, what can they do between now and then? They can like us on social media. Share this episode? Yes, absolutely. And what if they are new to the show? Then I think they should go back and listen to all the great episodes. Awesome. And don't forget to send in your questions to us. And be sure to tune in soon for your next escape break.